0: Something back there. The oh, that's a window. It's a window. Okay. It's
1: a piano right. window.
0: Anyway, so right, let's get uh, let's get Scott to stop complaining. We'll start here. I like that one better. Welcome to the Rebel Alliance Prison Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Yeah, you... Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R dot U-S. That's R-A-E-R oh, R dot
1: K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N
0: dot U-S. Mm-hmm. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You That's can up. use this to learn... How to load the Rebel Alliance Breaching Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. Let's and we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please yeah, participate by con- connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available the Rebel Alliance Room website I at R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot I am Kyle, John Johansson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say Sorry. hello. And there's Rick, too. Hello, everybody. Rick's there. What is a fancy USA Bearcat uh, claw thing in the background there. I can't
1: uh, see it.
0: And I Scott's, you
1: can't,
0: you can't, you can't can stop it. And Scott's got a door with a window, piano window there. And I've got a bunch of stuff in my background. All right. So today we're reviewing Star Wars Ahsoka part eight, the finale of the season called the Jedi, the witch and the warlord. So we're going to go through some news, a little bit of news, and it's not really news. It's more educational stuff. Uh, we'll do a recap of who was in the episode, and then we'll talk about the episode uh very detailed like so that means spoiler we're gonna spoil the crap out of the episode so don't uh don't be don't blame us if you uh get spoiled and, and cry to mommy or whatever we we've already warned you
1: so go watch it or go home or something me. there's no crying in Star Wars there's no crying in Star Wars there except uh I like we saw
0: name. we saw some people cry. I think I think uh, Anakin's cried before when he when yeah. he killed a bunch of people in the Tuscan village.
2: He does got dust him.
0: Yeah. yeah. That
1: was that, that, that wasn't
0: remember he doesn't like sand, so he just got the sand in his eyes, you know. It's between his toes, you know. <laughs> it's time for the news. All right, so I put the news just because we're gonna talk about some stuff. So uh, we noticed uh, there was a lot of things in the episode, and one of the big things um, that I didn't, didn't put in here was about the statues at the very end. Um, and those statues are the, supposedly, the Mortis uh, people, if Scott remembers, remember they had the, the father, the son, and the sister, and Anakin uh-huh. and Ahsoka went, and at some point Ahsoka oh, actually died the there. And the okay. sister saved Ahsoka, or something like that. So anyway, these these three statues represent that. You only see, you can only see two of them, but the th- there's a third one there that's kind of broken down. So the one in the middle is the father, the one on the right is the son, and then the left, the sister is broken. Now, Rick, what that means to us is these are the the um, basically they live on a planet called Mortis, which is supposedly where the midichlorians originated at and these are the father the son and the daughter representing the Holy sides God. of the force so the father is the um balance the brother is or the son is the, the dark side and the sister is the light side that's what they represent and um there's a lot more in the episodes that we've seen what was that scott yeah, the, the sun nar- marked, marked on them, and that's he. Ki- that's what got um, them killed, or Ahsoka killed, and the daughters. The daughters actually dead. Um, and supposedly there was a lot of uh, inferring that um, Ahsoka is now the daughter, but we don't. It was never talked about. It was just inferred. So I think that's where we're going, and that's why we saw the white bird in our episode. Uh, the uh, owl-looking bird off to the side. Um, the owl was represented on that those episodes that we were just talking about on the. I think it was, I think it was actually Rebels that we. No, it had to be on Clone Wars because Anakin was there. Anakin wasn't in. Um. The, the rebels. He was in there just briefly, but it was mostly as Darth Vader. Okay, so Mortar gods. Um, the bird is a Transdosian bird, so it's from you know those Transdosian lizard-looking guys. It's it's a bird from one of their planets called a, a morai. Um and mostly they call it a Morai in in the show. Um, and the Morai is supposed to, um, it's supposed to be like the symbol of Ahsoka. Somehow it's associated with her officially, and every time you see one. Which we saw one in the episode before, um, in Mandalorian before Ahsoka showed up. We saw one of those owls yeah. then, too.
1: So, anyway, she, the, the owl represents what the bird sees?
0: sometimes. It, it If she uses the force, I think sometimes she can, but it's not something that happens all the time. She can't see all the yeah. time, but uh, she can, uh, she has such a connection with this, uh, Representation of her that she can use the force to visualize what the bird's seeing at the same time. Um, anyway, uh, so Ahsoka's got a second life, and this bird uh, represents um, the daughter um, and her sacrifice uh, uh, to resurrect Ahsoka back way back when. Um, gotcha. Makes any sense, Rick? At all? No. Yeah, well, that makes
2: like, sense. Because I went through one, it kind of fast, but yeah, that was like one of the big questions because I didn't catch they were statues the first time I watched it. And then when I went back and rewatched it, I caught the second one. I caught the first one where you know the guy's got his arm out and in yeah. school you know he's out there on the fist or whatever. And I didn't catch it. And then the second time I went back and I'm like, wait a minute, there's one over there, but then the other one, it took a little bit to catch that it was actually there, but it was because it was halfway gone. So that's kind of making sense. Right. And
0: there's, um, there's people on the internet who have, um, when you look at the, the base, cause it basically looks like the, the daughter's beheaded and there's a little bit more missing cause there's like a, a little cutout there in the valley looking yeah. area. Um, but it, they say that you can see the Ahsoka's little, uh, whatever those tentacle things that, that she's got hanging down. You can see those in the statues, which, I don't know. That's the first time I've ever heard anything like that. So they could just be reaching, you
2: know. So isn't the brother though? Isn't he connected with like Darth Maul or something somehow? Right? I mean, he he's the dark side of the Force. So
0: anybody on the dark side, he's connected with. Um. Mm. So and also I forgot to say, part of the reason we we I mentioned that Anakin was there and Ahsoka was there, the reason was is the the father was um going to die he's so old he's going to die and he wanted anakin to take his place and anakin refused he's got he still had things to do which was the clone wars and teach ahsoka whatever he had to do become darth vader anyway he refused um but they think also that's the reason why we saw anakin in the background at the end as a force ghost is he has now taken his place as the father. And the rumor is, is going to take place as the daughter, which means she probably has to get killed somehow. Season two, right? So yeah, yeah. that that could happen. She she can't take the place in her f- current form because they're uh, they're gods, right? So whatever.
2: Um, but, but the,
1: is, uh, like a was that,
2: is, is that so some of the? Explanation? Explanation? he has so much metachlorons then is because he was there in no, in, in no. the presence or no? no no um
0: that's a different story and that's story. um that's all rumor and stuff too that's um supposedly cuz we know uh Anakin's mother was uh, mir-, mir miri or something like that whatever her name <laughs> was um but she never she claimed she didn't have sex um, before she got pregnant um and exactly. the the theory is is that um uh what's his name uh, the big bad uh Darth Sidious you know um the emperor implanted uh an embryo through the force with midichlorians and stuff he his yeah. his master supposedly had uh figured out how to um, resurrect people and stuff. Remember he talked about it in the, in the sequels or prequels where the, the, yeah the story of the guy that got killed or whatever. Um, ironically, uh, he, u- he supposedly, he used those powers to create the embryo in, in, in Miri or whatever her name was um, to, uh, you know, Great, great Anakin. That's why his concentration is so high, and of course, it's gotcha. uh, it's weakened a little bit for for Luke and for Leia. But they're supposedly super strong too, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Because you exactly. you you bleed it out with a little bit of the um Padme there. She's she's not a Force user or anything uh, that we know of. Yeah, yeah. Um. And uh, Palpatine is the only other one that's got such strong. That's why uh, Ray is is a Palpatine because she's got strong powers too. Anyway, uh, more than you wanted no. to know. So the next thing we're going to talk about is that um, that green sword, and to talk about that, kind of what Scott was mentioning in Mandalorian, um, when Ahsoka fought that lady with the the staff that was Beskar. Yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. same person. That's the same person, same Morgan Elizabeth, Lisbeth that we see in this Ahsoka. And, um, obviously Beskar, uh, repels lightsabers, so you can't cut through it. This yeah. sword is a witchy interpretation of, uh, Beskar magic sword that can't be cut through. Also, that's why when is hitting it, 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 you know, it doesn't go through um yeah. so this you, you saw on the show where the witches kind of manifested it um it's related to um in the clone wars the witches there the one of the li- witches there was the head and mother was called talon this is called the sword of talon so this this witch uh originally manifested this sword and it was uh you know used in so many battles and so revered that they uh you know, kept it in a witchy, uh, you know, cloud location. <laughs> you know, on on the yeah. internet, and I just pulled it off the internet and used it later on. See, yeah. um, in this show, so it's uh, it's related to that those witches on that show, and um, I was confused in the beginning, but the witches in our Ahsoka are not the same witches, Scott, that were in the Clone Wars or anything else. They're these were witches that were trapped on this planet. After all the witches migrated to our galaxy. So uh, anyway, that's the, the history of the blade. It's a, uh, it's a magic blade. Um, let's see the blade of Talzin. uh Clone Wars. What else is there in here? Um, Night sisters. Uh, and it mentions again, um, uh, they're, they're force welders, but they're, they're, you know, magic force builders are not, like I've been telling you, not the same sort of force stuff that we see in, um, you know, Ahsoka and uh, Darth Vader and all that stuff. It's it's based on magic. Um, and they can do a little bit okay. of their force stuff too. Uh, so that's kind of the, the blade. Is there anything else you had questions about on the blade, Rick? Uh,
2: not really. Uh- I mean, I kind of went back and looked a little bit about it and I saw the stuff on the Clone Wars with that gal that had it, the Talon or whatever her name was. I mean, I didn't watch the episode, kind of did some research afterwards, but, but then you sent those articles and I read those too. So, so, um, it was just a little confusing how that thing just kind of like appeared out of nowhere, but then it's because of the magic that they had. they have been holding it waiting
0: on the internet in the cloud, you know? (laughs)
2: yeah whatever it
0: was the the, it was, the force the force internet let's just say
2: <laughs> it was www.isword.com and they downloaded the sword and it all of a sudden appeared um yeah. they 3d D printed like exactly they had the
0: plans and 3d printed it right there in front the of you uh the last article i really had was about um just to kind of bring up the the wound thing with uh um yeah. What's her name? What's her name, Scott? Sabine Rin, Natasha Borzaro So I'm not really sharing my screen, but I'm gonna share my screen right now. The other stuff wasn't important. Let's that's three. Here we go. Three share. Is it showing? Yeah. Okay, hopefully you guys can see it. Um. there's a picture here with that the screen capture of where the sword went through Sabine um and it's it's in the side of the back where it comes out and um I'm gonna stop sharing that and put the audio back on before I forget um they're saying that if it caught her in anything it would catch her in like her liver and stuff like that and we all know that currently, right now, if you if you chop out a piece of the liver, you can still live a little bit. Um, my liver, my,
1: liver. my, liver. my
0: liver. And they they say the it the the lightsaber does carterize a little bit, but it's not the same. It's uh they they kind of think of it as a as when you shoot a bullet into something, it kind of destroys all the tissue as it goes through. It just pushes in and basically disintegrates the tissue as it goes through.
2: So that's what they're I saying happened. It's more it's like Rambo a all the way through. Her. Rambo took the bullet off and he poured the gunpowder in and then he lit it and it cauterized it. That's that's my theory. <laughs> it's it, yeah, it like a Rambo moment. in Rambo three, I, that's, no, right. I mean,
1: that's right,
2: baby. That, yeah, I, I think I'm, it Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I not the first one. I
1: don't know. Uh, the, they say
0: that. They say that because Ahsoka was there and was able to possibly get her to a doctor quickly, because they weren't far away, um, that's the only reason she survived. If she had been stuck there, you know, for let's say an hour, she probably would have died, bled out, right? So, um, the only the only thing that could have saved her is is Ahsoka quickly getting her to the doctor, um, and. Apparently, that's what happened because we saw her recovering. And possibly because of the advanced technology, like the BACTA stuff, um, yeah. the BACTA fluid, she probably recovered quicker than normal, too. Normally, a person who had something similar, you know, like somebody stuck a samurai sword in, in them like that, they probably would have had her a month in the hospital to recover, at least after surgery. Um, so that's kind of what this article talks about and how it kind of relates to current and, uh, you know,
2: fictional Star Wars. Um, I'm sticking with my Rambo theory. I think so too. She, she cauterized it. Yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, it was a clean through and through and the Rambo theory seared it off. So she was good to go. had, or
1: they had some of that.
2: She's she's Mandalorian. She's tough. Yeah, that's right. She's tough. Er.
0: All right, so let's. That's the news I got there. I wrapped it up. Um. So let's talk about the people who were in the show. The director was Rick Raman
1: Drinks. What drinks?
0: Not yet. We're not going to
1: grab gotta, our drinks and come. Not yet. I, I so got to talk. Right?
0: I got to talk about the cast first. You've missed the last oh couple of times, God. so you forgot.
2: <laughs> so, director was Rick
0: Ramajui. He's that uh, black uh, guy that's one of the directors. Dave How Filoni. You- um, it's edited by, because it was such a big episode, it was edited by two people. Normally only one. We got James D. Wilcox and uh, Dana Gloverman. And of course, the uh, music was done by Kevin Kineer. Um, our normal cast: Ahsoka was a Rose Rosario Dawson. Sabine Wren was Natasha Bordesio. Uh, Balin Skull uh, was Ray Stevens. Shin Hati Ivana Shikinil. Morgan Elizabeth was Deanna Lee Insanto. And funny enough, I I talked to her on Twitter this week. She was posting about uh, how she was sad that the show was over and I I got a reply back from her. Um nothing important though. It was just, you know, sad to see you go and she's like
1: did you tell us like, tell, tell her to come and sit a spell with us?
0: Yeah, she she's too busy. So um long. we you had didn't have ref- to do I she you didn't. didn't she didn't respond in in a way that uh made Let's
1: me think she was next? going to. Yeah. You
2: I think she just offer Joe's KC man. She'd have been Guess here. That's right, baby. That's uh, yeah. right.
1: Professor
0: Hanoi was played by David David Tennant. Hugh Yang, I'm sorry. Hugh Yang was played by David Tennant. Uh, Actropa was Jerry Prescott Galen. These are the witches. Clothall was played by Claudia Black. Lake-sis, Lake Sis, played by Jane Edwina Seymour. Of course, we had uh, the Grand Admiral Thrawn, Lars Mickelson. Captain Antioch was Wes Chapman. Ezra Bridger was Iman Fundi, Harris and Dula, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, we also saw First Officer Vic Hawkins, played by Nikan Robinson. And of course, at the end, we saw Force Ghost of Anakin Skywalker, played by Hayden Christensen. So, before we take our drinks, we're gonna we're gonna solicit at some of these dirty uh, uh, stormtroopers. Hey, you over there, are you a trooper? Is your armor always dirty? When do you find time to clean it? Did rebel scum Did scratch your Dead ones? ones. Does your helmet communications keep acting up? Hello. Stop by Aeron's Armor Sparklorium. Before 1,500 hours, we will wash, clean, and sanitize your armor for the next day pickup. Our patented galactically ancient secret cleaning techniques will have your armor sparkling just like a new Cerulean Y-1300 freighter just off the assembly line. You will be the envy of all your friends and coworkers from the castles on Lothal to the politicians on Coruscant to the environmentalists on Indoor. For your next day's service, stop by Aeron's Armor Sparkalorium. We are located in Tatooine's Lost Isley spaceport, directly across from Hangar 35. We will also repair and sell and sell most parts at the best rates in the known galaxy. All services guaranteed and licensed by the Emperor himself. To last a lifetime, only at Aeron's Armor Sparkalorium. Right. We accept Imperial Credits only. Helmets and boots are services or extra.
1: Imperial credits only.
0: We don't take that. We don't take that stuff.
1: A Aaron.
0: No. arons
1: A A-A-Ron and D nice.
0: No. There's that's no two, there's there's not two A's. Uh yeah. so again we are reviewing Ahsoka Part Eight, The Jedi, The Witch, and the Warlord. Episode aired on October third and it was forty nine minutes long. Uh the same timeline as we've gone through so far. Mine the after the Battle of Yavin. Um so what that means, Scott, what? is it's time to grab your favorite beverage.
2: Oh my god.
0: Pull up a chair and join us in the Rebel Alliance briefing room.
2: You were too late. His favorite beverage is already gone. <laughs> uh,
1: All yeah. right
2: so uh, we start out
0: yeah, joke, joke, joke. we start out at the fortress on Perdia Morgan Elizabeth reports to Grand Admiral Thrawn that the cargo is completely transferred what cargo uh, Thrawn then tells Enioc the captain of Thrawn's guard to bring the Eye of Scion out of high orbit so they can begin the interlocking procedure Enyak tells Thrawn that the comm scans believe they have a fix on a Sokotano shuttle location. Thrawn orders Enyak to dispatch two, two TIE fighters. Thrawn says the the fighters can engage if they find their mark. So fire at will. Uh, Enyak bows and marches off. Elizabeth says, Elizabeth says that the little there is little the Jedi can do to stop them now and Thrawn tells her not to underestimate the Jedi explaining that he has seen many Imperial officers make the same mistake throughout the rebellion Thrawn admits falling victim to the heroics of a single Jedi and vows not to let it happen again so he's saying he blames uh, Ezra for his miscomings Uh, Thrawn thanks the Great Mother's for their beneficial alliance, the mothers thank Theron and Elizabeth. They then ask Elizabeth to come forward and reward her with a gift of shadows, which they—I don't know—they do something hit her eyes and on her face and force the uh, witch power activate. Um.
1: When Elizabeth says,
0: "Yeah," when Elizabeth says, "Yes." To the offer, they pledge. They ask her to pledge herself to the sisterhood, uh, the magics, to the of the sisterhood and the magics and the old ways. When Elizabeth agrees, they ask if she is willing to abandon her old life. No more. Elizabeth pledges her life and loyalty. One of the great mothers lays her hands on Elizabeth's forehead, causing her eyes to glow. The three mothers use their powers to forge a sword, sword called the Blade of Talzin. They gift the sword to Lisbeth, who clutches it, causing it to burn green. Thrawn watches as the claxons ring and the two Tie fighters exit the hangar. He's like, he, I like it." it took a uh, while to get the Tie
1: fighters
0: out. It did. I was surprised it took so long. I was like, oh, I forgot about the Tie Fighters he ordered
2: 10 minutes ago. Yeah, but it was the sound again, though.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Whatever
0: that sound is. I can't do it very good. Uh, All right. So, meanwhile, um, back at the Jedi shuttle, hovering over the nodi caravan, uh, is Ezra assembling a new lightsaber with the help of Hugh Yang. Bridger thinks the blade emitters are too narrow, and how Hu Yang says he is more ex- he is more experienced than he was before. Uh, Bridger says they don't have time unless for lessons since Tano needs them to go after Thrawn. Hu Yang opinions that this cannot be rushed, and Bridger rummages through Hu Yang's workshop, annoying a droid who says he has a system. When Bridger replies he has a system, Yu Yang voices in disagreement. When Huyang asks who taught Bridger to build a lightsaber, Sabine Wren mentions Kanan Jarrus, the late Kanan Jarrus, as far as we know. Bridger explains that Jarrus was his master and taught him everything he knows about being a Jedi. Huyang replies that he taught Jarrus how to build a lightsaber when he was a, a youngster. Uh, Hugh Yang remarks that it now makes sense and explains that he taught every Jedi younging, youngling in the Jedi Temple, including his late master Jairus. Hugh, Ring, Hugh Yang recalls that Caleb Doom was very clever, which is, uh, what Kanan's actual name is, is Caleb. He changed his name when he, uh, when Order 66 happened to, uh, Kanan Jairus. Uh, Trouble times. When Bridger asks how old Hugh Yang is, the droid replies that he is old enough to know that it, it can be both challenging and meaningful. Uh, Hugh Yang hands Bridger a lightsaber blade emitter, explaining that it was a spare he kept for Jairus. Hugh Yang thinks that Bridger should have it since he is Jerris's Padawan. Uh, Bridger puts it together and ignites a blue-bladed lightsaber earning Hugh Yang's praise. Before Bridger can practice with ren he finds she has left the room. Oh, yeah, she probably didn't like her uh, him talking about Kanan and stuff so much. Made her feel bad, so she left. Had to go cry to herself.
1: Go cry to the Star Wars!
0: <laughs> when Bridger queries about ren's relationship with Tano, Hugh Yang explains... That the older Jedi became concerned that Ren was training for the wrong reasons after the Great Purge of Mandalore, which occurred at the Galactic Civil War. Um, that's basically the Battle of Yavin around that time. Um, the Purge, of course, the Clone Wars, it's the same thing. The Purge killed hundreds of thousands, including Ren's family at the time. Tano feared that when Wren unlocked her potential, she would become dangerous. So it's a two-edged sword there. So we saw in the episode where she was on the, whatever, the space thing or whatever, she uh, participated in the Purge of Mandalore. Ahsoka did. And um, they think that Wren's dangerous also because she wants to get revenge um, for... Whatever happened to her family and all the people in Mandalore. Um, which could be true, right? Uh, yeah. When Rin exits the shuttle's docking rig and finds Tano meditating on top of the hull of the ship. When Tano asks if she is pleased, Rin replies that she is relieved. Uh, and Tano says that Rin gamble, Rin's gamble paid off, and Rin realizes that she knows. About the deal with ba- Balin's skull, uh, when Ren says that she managed to find Bridger, Tano says that it might not have happened if she had not chosen. If she had chosen differently, Ren apologizes for not destroying the star star map, but Tano understands why she did and in- and what she did. Okay, red notices that Tano is not mad, and Tano explains that she has made. Her, her share of difficult choices over the years. Most people accept her late master Anakin Skywalker uh, but did not understand her reasons. Tano says that Skywalker stood by her when, when no one else did. Tano promises to be with Rin no matter what happens next. They're friends. Tano says that Rin asks Rin if she can keep up with her training. Rain reluctantly says that she has gained a better control of the light, lightsaber, and Tano tells Ren that being a Jedi is not solely about wielding a lightsaber. She advises the Mandalorian to train her mind and her body, and not and to trust into the Force.
2: No, she says, I try. And then she says, "I corrects do. herself."
0: She corrects herself. Just like it says up there above my head, it says do or do not. Uh,
2: there is there no is, try. try. It was a little Yoda. Little Yoda connection right there. Yeah. yep. She does say try and then she changes it and
0: says uh, I do. Uh, <laughs> shortly later, Brid- Bridger exits the docking rig uh, with his new lightsaber. Just then, the two Imperial TIE fighters approach the Jedi shuttle and strafe the ship's hull. They go on both sides, is what that means, causing damage to the ship's stabilizers. They 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 caused a what is that like when a car goes by real fast and you can feel it and shake it. It causes yeah. the stabilizers to to malfunction. Uh, while Bridger and Tono jump onto the grassy plains, Ren joins Hu Yang inside the cockpit. Bridger and Tono use the force powers to hold back the ship so that the Nodi underneath can evacuate. The TIE fighter returns for a second round and blasts the Nodi caravan. Rin manages to convince Hu Yang to fire up the engines for a a frontal attack on the TIEs. The Jedi shuttle rams into them, causing the starfighters to crash into the grassy prairies. The
2: Nodi cheer, but what? wasn't well, called starship because it took out the tie fighters but no damage to its wings. Yeah. Well, well it must have best on the edges.
1: Crash.
2: <laughs> it did crash though, so yeah.
1: see, then she ran look like like she stomped away. gosh uh, sure. and 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 a and uh and uh, Ahsoka, and, uh yeah. Right. Uh, what's his name? just stood there at the top of the hill looking at him like, now what are we going to do? <laughs> he took the ship up. Uh, they so the out. Nodi I
0: can fix it. They got to oh, go. Well. <laughs>
1: they
0: got to get the robot to fix it, see? Uh, the Nodi yeah. cheer, but the Jedi shuttle does a belly landing nearby. Hugh Yang and Rin evacuate the That's ship while the Nodi attend their robot. wounded and dead. Bridger remarks that there. it is it's going to be, it's, this is going to slow them down a little bit. And Tana replies, uh, only if they let it slow them down. So, back up the fortress, uh, Commander Captain Enyok perform, informs Thrawn that the TIE fighters attack the shuttle before losing contact. Despite the loss of the TIEs, Thrawn considers this to be an acceptable outcome and marks their captain for citation. Enyaq complies before presenting Thrawn with the coordinates of the skirmish on the Hello Projector. Thrawn says that the TIE attack has hampered their enemy's ability to attack them or leave Perdia. Thrawn then orders Enyaq to prepare for ground assault immediately. Get some people on the ground. Let's go. Boots on the ground. Uh, while Hugh Yang and the Nodi repair the damage to the shuttle, Cono along with Ren Bridger, ride on the howlers to face Thrawn and his allies. Hugh Yang wishes that the force wishes the force to be with him at the uh Thrawn ship. Elizabeth Lisbeth and the Great Mothers bless several night troopers before impending. A ground assault when thrawn asks if the volunteers were made aware about the night sisters blessings and elizabeth confirms that this is the case and they are all prepared to sacrifice themselves for him thrawn says that this is for the galactic empire and the security of their galaxy it's not for me why would i do something for me
2: and at that point, you didn't quite understand what he meant, but you do later. Spoiler, spoiler coming. Yeah, because yeah. I it, it was he is the. Well, when I first watched that, when I watched it the second time, it made a little bit more sense. But the first time I watched it, I didn't know what he meant. But but I figured it was it hard. To,
0: it's hard to understand him sometimes. Um, not because he doesn't speak clearly; it's more that he speaks in riddles sometimes.
2: Yeah, it's cryptic. And usually you figure out got, what
0: it is by the end.
2: So well, but we kind of talked about this last week a little bit in in terms of that, and so it came to fruition. Um, but mm. but I wasn't really thinking about it when he made that comment about do they understand? And she yeah. said yes. So sorry, yeah. I, I just, I just threw that. They, out. they had to. I know that's gonna... They had to volunteer for it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, volunteer, I guess. Uh, they, they knew they'd come back.
1: You go. You go. No, you go.
0: The Jedi and Sabine reach the outskirts of the fortress just as a Chimera begins docking with the Eye of Scion hyperspace transport ring. Bridger realizes that Thrawn plans to take the Star Destroyer with him. Uh, really? Why, oh. why would you do that?
1: Oh, When Tano
0: asks Hugh Yang for a progress report on the repairs, Hugh Yang replies that he and the Nodi are doing their best, but cannot guarantee anything. When Tano asks Bridger what they are up against, he explains that Thrawn woke the Great Mothers and rebuilt his warship, making it unsafe for him to come alone. Tano reassures him that he is not alone. Alright, Tano proposes trying the front door while Wren dons her helmet. The navigator droid informs Thrawn, Elizabeth and Ennioch that ComScan is tracking two targets coming from the north. Thrawn orders his forces to bombard the Jedi and Wren. Saying that there is no reasoning with, a, with Skywalker's apprentice. As the trio approached the hyperspace ring, the Chimerea's turbo lasers rained down fire on them. Rain down fire. <laughs> uh despite the bombardment, the three managed to use their force powers to open up the round stony gate, breaching the fortress. And they all had to do it. Uh, and we uh we don't even know for sure if, if Rin actually used her force powers at all. Cause I think the first time she used it was uh, when she when she later on spoiler she she uses it to grab her lightsaber off the ground right. I think that's the first time she actually yeah.
2: got it got it to work. Uh, no, well it's a trial run. It was practice.
1: The first, time, the first time was when was when she when she pushed Bridger onto the ship.
0: No, that
1: yeah. was that was later. That was later.
0: That was later. That was later. She pulls the she pulls the lightsaber off the ground while she's fighting some of the soldier, soldiers first.
1: When she went back to help Ahsoka. Nope.
2: Oh, well, she. That's it. That's yeah, at the end, did, Scott. Yeah. This was a beta test when they there she she put her hand out but. Nobody knows if it worked or not because it was all three of them. So she gets credit. Made yep. a test; it was successful. <laughs> Paid t- in
0: in <laughs> in the command center. Thrawn orders the night sisters uh, be deployed, while he informs the great mothers. The night troopers be deployed, while he informs the great mothers. Uh, the night troopers to down the stairs and converge on the intruders. Sabine and Bridger deflect their blasters with their lightsabers while Rin Switches from her lightsabers to blasters after Tano tells her to because she's like, yeah, You're not good enough with that lightsaber. Get your blasters out. That's basically the way I took it. <laughs> Working together, they draw the night troopers and cut them down. Meanwhile, the great mothers chant in an unknown tongue and use their magics to reman- reanimate the fallen night troopers. Thrawn watches the ritual. <laughs> Hano and Rin and Bridger battle the undead night troopers while advancing up the stairs. They uh, basically turn into zombies, right? So every time they kill them, they come right back a few seconds later. Uh,
1: With their green eyes.
0: Which I thought was interesting. So several times, you know, we know uh, a lot about zombies from different shows and the most widely, uh, thing across all the zombie shows is if you shoot them in the head, they die, right? Um, yeah. Has to be the head or anywhere else. It doesn't really, depending on the show, it
2: just doesn't really kill them, right? And yeah, I thought they a couple of them, they, they cut their heads off and they did die. They didn't come back. Yeah. But yeah. most of the other ones were like, yeah, they were not head, head wounds, so they were, you know, coming back and following them and but yeah, they cut that one I, arm off and it came back. and He had his arm and his leg, it was like it didn't disappear.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it grew back.
2: <laughs> Social effects guys, so they, they're a little lazy, I guess. Yeah, uh, okay.
0: Despite shooting the troopers, they are not able to stop the undead Imperials. Bridger tells Tano that's the first time he has encountered this magic. Uh, night troopers. Uh, grabs Bridger and Ren frees Bridger by impaling the undead Imperial with her lightsaber. The trio manage to escape the undead Imperials by sealing the blast doors. Uh, Tano tells Bridger and, and Ren that, uh, that Ren has been training and, uh, with her lightsaber and all that stuff. Uh, outside the eye of Sion, the clamps start to, uh, extend and, and attach to the Chimaria. Uh, since the Jedi are advancing quickly, Thrawn tells Elizabeth, uh, that they require a little more time. Elizabeth says she understands and bows silently. Thrawn says for the Empire. For the Empire again. After Thrawn, oh, his shol- soldiers, uh, yeah. After the, the throne, the soldiers and the great mothers depart, Elizabeth swears she's doing it for Darthmore, the you know, the planet she came from, and exits the star destroyer hangar. Meanwhile, the undead night troopers break through the blast doors and rush upstairs. Bridger closes a second blast door with his lightsaber, sealing the the touch the keypad. I always thought that was funny. You seal the keypad now the door will not won't open anymore. Whatever. Um The Jedi and, and Rin encounter Elizabeth's Elizabeth inside the large chamber, and Tano tells Rin and Bridger to go after Throng while she deals with a night sister, who is wielding the Talzon sword. After Rin and Bridger circumnavigate Elizabeth, she and Tano engage in a duel. Tano fights with both her lightsabers, while Elizabeth fights with her magic sword. Magical sword. Tano pulls, puts up a fierce fight, or Elizabeth puts up a fierce sight, fight, while meanwhile, Bridger and Rin encounter two death troopers at the top of the for- fortress uh, who gain the upper hand.
2: What? Hey, have we ever seen those guys before? Because I didn't know those guys. They were like big and kind of freaky looking. We've seen um, those guys before. I don't. I don't know if we've
0: seen. They called them death troopers here. There's so many different types of troopers. Who knows? But we've seen. Um, they
1: were the same uh, storm troopers or whatever or that were there, and they just. That no, no, just no, were, these,
2: they were like. They were like dead. like. She like knocked off like the the like the part of the visor, and you could see like it was just like a jaw with teeth and yeah. stuff there. If you like see it, and and they were taking like hits, but they were also big, like they were like supersized, you know, like a foot taller than the regular troopers, and their armor oh, was more. Black and whatever. So they were different troopers. I didn't know who they were. That was that was one of my other questions. Like, have we seen people like oh, that? Before? We have, in a way.
0: I mean remember the troop troopers that were in, uh, uh, with, uh, what's his name? John Carlo Esposito. When he was doing the, the stuff. Yeah, in, well, in the man.
2: Yeah, that was my thing. Like, I remember he had like those specialized, but they were all black, but they didn't, they, they were, yeah. uh, so we didn't see under their visor. So that was the closest I could think of, but
0: yeah. And like, those troopers were different too, because supposedly they had, um, uh, force better, abilities. Right.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: He he hadn't perfected it all the way, but supposedly they had force abilities and stuff. They were um called uh, uh, dark troopers or something like that. And these are called death yeah. troopers. So okay. I guess they've got they've got the spell on too, but they're just uh, kind of like what you said—they're bigger,
2: right? Yeah. Well, they were bigger and, and they were different. They were unique. So I was like, okay, I didn't remember seeing them before, but okay, carry on. It's, it's one of the first times we've seen him. So,
1: okay. You're kind of right. That
2: right. wasn't crazy.
0: Uh, all right. So they gain it. Okay. And Thrawn and the Great Mothers reach the bridge of the ISIM where the navigator droid informs them that the course is locked in. Thrawn gives the orders to depart while Elizabeth advances on Tano. Ren struggles with the undead death trooper who, despite blasting off part of his helmet and reveals the rotting jaw removes her helmet and forces her against a pillar with with the ruins the second death trooper after being stabbed in the chest by bridger which had no effect throws him against the floor bridger fights back with his fist and Ren struggles to use the force to levitate her lightsaber i can't do it uh... She uses the lightsaber to skewer the guy, the Death Trooper, in the head and incapacitate it. Yeah. She then distracts the second Death Trooper long enough for Bridger to behead it with his lightsaber. So, I think those two Death Troopers were were the true zombie type where you couldn't really hurt them until you damaged their head in some fashion. Because her lightsaber went when she lighted her lightsaber, it went right through his head, right? um, and We've seen that through before through with other other things like that. Uh, other other people have been killed that way, too. Bridger and, and Wren were unable to reach the Chimaria hangar in time. Meanwhile, the undead night troopers join Elizabeth in her battle against Tano. While the two night troopers aim while two night troopers aim their blasters at Bridger and Wren, Wren proposes that she push Bridger and he pull her onto the Star Destroyer. Bridger thinks that this is too far, but Wren convinces him to give it a try. Come on, you could do it. You could do it. You can do it. Bridger does a force jump and gets Wren to push him with her latent force powers up there, yeah. Bridger appears to fall, but manages to grab onto a ladder and drags one of the Imperial sentries down when Ren shoots the second sentry. Which, okay, so obviously it happened after she did the lightsaber thing, like we were discussing, but I I find it funny that she knows that she can push him after using the Force two times in her life. Two times and she already knows I can push you. It's okay. Do it. And he trusts her.
1: Like, trust me.
2: I'm like, what the you hell? Trust her. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that, that would not be I only do.
0: I'd be like, are yeah. you sure you know what you're doing? This is like your second time. Are you sure? Yeah. No,
1: I don't know. Did <laughs> you feel me last night?
0: <laughs> Whoa. Before Rin can join Bridger, she is distracted by the sight of her master, Tano, under attack from the undead night troopers. Tano fights with Elizabeth at the peak of the fortress. Uh, Elizabeth manages to damage one of her white lightsabers. uh, Well, that cuts it in half. Yeah, it cuts the the hilt in half. Uh, The night troopers start to converge around them. Elizabeth gains the upper hand and taunts Tano with her friends, uh, with her friends are are dead and she will die on Perdia alone. Uh, Ren disagrees and attacks the Night Sister with her lightsaber. A reinvigorated Tano resumes the duel. After powering, she manages to slice Elizabeth across the waist with her remaining lightsaber, killing her. Um, but and I have something, you, I have something to say about that too, because you're going to say it too. She but
2: did,
0: no, go ahead. She go did. Ahead. Uh, she did retrieve the sword from her too, right? That's what you're going to say. Well, she, she was she able to get the sword her from her.
1: her sword. She killed well, she her did, with her own soul.
0: She did both. So you could see two yeah, she marks her. across her. One was the lightsaber, and one was a sword, because the sword was green. Across her stomach, and then the lightsaber was white across her stomach.
2: And you can see like some of the magic coming out when she cut her with the. It was oozing, the... oozing out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: So uh, after killing her, which I don't know, the, the Night Sisters have an ability to come back to life too. So who knows? Um, the Great Mothers sensed the death of their sister, and Thrawn replies that she did her duty. She died. She died with doing her duty. Uh, meanwhile, Bridger impersonates the fallen night trooper, uh, which they give actually the trooper's number LS seven five seven, using his comlink. Uh, you know, telling basically reporting back that everything's okay. Tano asks Ren, "Where is Bridger? Where's Bridger?" Ren replies that he is aboard the Chimera. Meanwhile, Thrawn orders the Star Destroyers, turbo batteries uh, to bombard the fortress. Destroy that thing. Kill it. Choo-choo-choo! Kind of like what they did with uh, the the clone clone place. They leveled it. The undead night troopers pursue Tano and Ren to the edge of the cliff, but the two escape on Tano's shuttle. They jump onto the shuttle as... Noy is raising it up, which that we see that all the time. I'm tired of seeing that little trick. It's, it's done. Uh, uh, Hugh Yang is flying and they fly away uh, from the mountains, mountain fortress as it crumbles to the ground. Uh, Tano and Rin join Hugh Yang inside the cockpit and divert the power to the engines. They rise into Perdia's upper atmosphere to pursue the Eye of Siam and Chimariah. Chim- The navigator droid informs Thrawn that the Jedi are closing in, and Thrawn opens a channel to Tano and thanks her for being a worthy opponent. Thank you so much. Ow. Thank you. Thank you. While they Ow. never have met face-to-face, Thrawn says that he knows her because he knew his her late master. He concludes that their strategies were similar, and wonders what she would have become had she stayed with the Jedi. He opinions that the Ronin uh, like her belongs on Perdia and says that victory belongs to him. I won this round. Thrawn says, long live the Empire before the eye jumps into space. Pew The pathway back on the pathway back to the galaxy. The intergalactic hyperspace space jump leaves behind a massive surge of energy. And Tono and Rin are visibly disappointed at their failure to stop Thrawn from escaping Perdia. And I thought for a minute there that it kind of threw out the ship's controls, too. Didn't it start to fall or something weird like that?
2: Yeah, it was like all over the place.
0: And it was a sad moment, too. They were all upset. Uh oh, so later, Tano and Rin returned to their to their howlers. Uh, while Hu Yang and the Jedi shuttle uh, return to the Noti convoy. The Noti are overjoyed to see their allies return and gather around Tano and Rin. Tano sees the Morai uh, bird in the distance. Meanwhile, Shin Hati rides towards a camp of red bandits and ignites her lightsaber, drawing their attention. Elsewhere, Balin's skull reaches two statues of the father and son. And stares at the mountains beyond. So there's a couple things in that paragraph. So. Um, Shin lights her lightsaber. Is she saying that. Hey uh, I'm here. Don't. Uh, I want to be part of you. Or she's saying hey
2: I want to fight you guys. Or she's saying I want to lead you guys.
1: She wants. She want She wants to be part of them.
0: Okay. I kind of thought that too, but it it looked kind of weird that she would. Why is she standing up there doing? Why wouldn't she come up and you know, hey, uh, that's how, how, that's
1: you how you doing? Signalers coming the camp, and you don't want to be shot.
0: I thought you put up a flag that was just a white flag or something. I think it was like this.
1: Why would she want to fight them?
2: Because she I wants to be. She wants to take over. She's going to be stuck there. She has no way to get off that planet. She's in a whole different galaxy. She wants to be a leader.
1: She wants those assassins. She wants those assassins to work with her to get Ahsoka. Yeah.
2: Yep. I don't know about that, I don't know that Something. one. That's kind of a that's kind of a, a left open kind of thing there. Kind of a uh, you know, I don't know what that one is. But the more important one is the one where you're getting ready to go to. So.
0: Yeah, the Balan Skull reaches the two statues of the father and son and he uh, climbs out on the arm and stares in the mountains beyond and it doesn't say it here, but if you look out in the distance, there's a flashing light um, in the distance, too. A lot of talk yep. on the internet about what that flashing light is. They yep. think they think it could be uh, what we see here at the end where Anakin's uh, projecting for Ahsoka Maybe he can see Anakin, this force ghost in the distance. I don't know. Um, back at the main galaxy. You didn't think
1: that?
2: I didn't catch it. not, well, I didn't catch it the first time. I just saw him looking off at the distance. And then when I went back and watched it again, then I could tell that there was like some kind of light. But if you look close, it's also kind of that reddish orange. Like it's kind yeah. of reddish orange distance. Like it almost looks like a volcano kind of erupting. But it's or a it straight could, beam of light. It could be. Uh, what's her
0: name's? Could be what's her name's lightsaber. Shin Shin's lightsaber. She lights it up. Maybe he
2: sees that yeah, in the distance. There's no way he'd be able to see that thing, that small lightsaber, in a distance. I don't know. That's don't a big know. question for. Because the whole conversation that he has with her about he's going to do his thing and mm. and like she's now. In, to make her place in the Empire and and yada 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 and his behaviors like in the episodes like you know he wasn't a bad guy but he was the bad guy but not like truly bad so like yep. know, that, that, that's a so, big question And it's, so my f- so. We, we, yeah
0: <laughs> well they could have already shot some of this stuff too true, true. The, the real plan was is to have at least two seasons so they could have already been shooting stuff for season two. Possibly. Um, uh, so what I was going to say was, is uh, we talked about all that stuff in the beginning um, about the, the God, the father of the son and the daughter. I think, <laughs> I think what he wants to do is he wants to take the father's place. Um, cause the Father's supposedly dead. He's he died. That's why he wanted Anakin to be there um, to take his yeah. place. Cause cause he was dying. Um, so I think he wants to take over as that because, and that'll—he was always talking about power and stuff, right? Well, technically, um, that he has power of the entire force. Then, if he's if he takes over the father's position, um, but
2: that position is a position of well, he's balanced. Like he was a Jedi, but now he's bad guy and, but he still has the Jedi values and foundation and so like that kind of makes sense there a little bit I don't know that's a that's yeah, a huge I mean, that I
0: the father is supposed to be the balance of the force he balances out yeah. the son and the daughter um yeah so yeah it's a huge question that's kind of what that's kind of what I think it's going to go towards the but I don't know
1: does, the daughter statue does look like Ahsoka
0: in some ways, yeah, but I don't know if that's just because you're looking and you want to, you know, how the human brain works. It wants your brain wants to associate like things, and sometimes it plays tricks on you when it it's not really the same. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know. All right. Uh, all right. So, so back to the main galaxy, um, not the uh, Perdia galaxy, but the our regular galaxy. Thrawn, along with Inyok and the Great Mother's watch from the balcony. As the Aya Sion and Tremia, Shimmeria a porch, uh, approach Darthamore, various coffins from the catacombs of Perdia are stored inside the Star Destroyer's hangar. So we get to see a closer look of the cargo and its coffins uh, is what it shows. So maybe it's kind of what we said. It's past uh, Night Sisters or past, uh, you know, troopers or whatever. Um, they're going to reanimate them like they did the ones that we saw on the show already. Uh, elsewhere, an ETA shuttle class lands in the hangar of Home 1 um, and General Sundula, Chopper, and several armed New Republic soldiers, officers, and crew, including First Officer Nick Hawkins and Bieta, con- <laughs> converge on the shuttle. A lone night trooper emerges from the hands and from the shuttle and raises his hands up in the air. Chopper speaks in binary and approaches the figure, who ends up revealing himself as Ezra Bridger. Sundula is surprised. As a matter of fact, her, her jaw almost drops open. Ah. Uh, and she's pleased <laughs> to see her friend come home. Is it really Ezra? Is it? Is it? Uh, back on Perdia, Rin and Tano spend time alone outside the Nodi camp. Rin tells her master that they are almost packed. Tano reassures, reassures her that she did well, and Rin is upset that Thrawn escaped, but Tano points out they managed to send Bridger home, uh, which is what he wanted. Rin says that she hopes that Bridger has succeeded.
2: Uh, Tano I responds yeah go ahead so so i'm a little confused on this so this this the ship he's on right he gets away from thron ship and no one knows like he left after they get back to the <laughs> to the, the 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 you know group yeah, I, I mean you don't like know I mean. <laughs> get off of like the destroyer or the ring or what because Cause I went back and watched that again, and that looks like the one ship that Balin and Shin arrived on on the ring, right? Isn't that the ship that they took to the? It's, the it's place? The same type.
0: It's the same type, but we don't know if it's if it's exact same one.
2: Well, it looked like the same one. So so now Balin's goal, who was left on the planet, who like flaked on Thrawn, his ship disappears off of where he's at, and he's like not sending anybody to push it in it or anything. I don't know. He probably
0: is. That's
2: he probably true. is. We just don't, know. We don't We just see, see it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That was just a little like. I thought it was convenient. weird
0: too because. Uh, how how did he get it all accomplished? And we never saw how he
2: how he did it. Yeah. It was convenient. I mean, it makes for a great storyline. But what I just thought that was a little little too nicely packaged. And here you go. But okay, whatever. I digress.
0: Yeah, I mean I I agree. I was gonna mention it afterwards, but I, I thought it was really convenient that he all of a sudden shows up. Um yeah how how he did he escape gone? with his with his ship and everything? And he's been he's probably been gone for a couple let's see, I think they said in the beginning of the episode that it'd been like three or four years um since yeah. the events on the rebels. So he's been gone at least five years, maybe. Maybe four.
2: Yeah. I don't the- know. Okay, just just a little uh, convenient for me, but uh, whatever. I guess there was I, I, a rider strike getting ready to. Have, so,
0: <laughs> I I agree though it was it was pretty uh, convenient. Uh yeah. So Ren says that she hopes she that that Bridger succeeded. Uh, Tono responds that Bridger is where he needs to be, and so are they. Tonnell tells Ren that it is time to, for us to move on, as they watch the night sky. Rin senses something hopeful, but does not elaborate. Uh, Tano stares into the night sky before rejoining Rin at the camp. The Force spirit of Anakin Skywalker watches over them, and the credits roll. I always say the credits roll, but they kind of flash the names across the screen at you. Um, like plastic And I want to, I want to say one one other thing. Um. And I've noticed it. If you look in the credits near the end of the credits, they always have, um, the costume designer. Um, that costume designer died this week. She's one of the main costume designers for, um, been for a lot of the shows lately. Really? Uh, what was, yeah, um, yeah, here we go. Uh, what's, Shauna tropic she's her last name is spelt funny tr there's no vowels in it almost tr p c i c shana tropic she was the uh uh emmy nominated costume designer who did the costumes for pretty much most of the modern shows we've seen uh, mandalorian boba fett all those uh Uh, shows there she did some on the some of the older star wars movies um as well she has was in the industry for um 40 some years or something like that anyway she died this week i just wanted to mention that two seconds of silence for that yeah so the uh force ghost spirit of anakin skywalker shows again huh I'm getting tired of seeing that guy too. He's Darth Vader oh. already. Stop it.
2: Well, he smiles.
1: No, but, but Darth Vader was good when he died, so he shows up as Annie now.
2: I know, and, and, and I,
0: I, I, I get that, but um, I get that, but
1: I can't stand it. I have a
0: hard prop, hard idea accepting that he looks like Anakin, uh, the way he does. Um, because when he died, he was an old uh, bald-headed guy and stuff. I mean, he wasn't no, uh, you know, hot-looking, long-haired guy like he is in, in as a Force ghost. I suppose you know it's kind of like yeah, the Matrix—you can put on whatever outfit you want. I guess once you're a ghost, I don't know.
2: But that's yeah, when, when he went back to when he... we were good last. Yeah, that's when he was good. So come there, on, Kyle, follow. Mean, no, he became
0: heart. good as he became good as he was dying in, in his suit as Darth Vader.
1: He was good. That, he was good when he was in that form.
0: I understand that.
1: that. So he but re-lapsed.
0: he was good. He was good when he died. At the moment but he died, he was, he was on the good side.
1: Then, your first Force ghost. What you look like now?
2: He relapsed. when he di- Come on, he <laughs> he was so bad. From Long John Silvers.
0: Yep, I would. <laughs> I would like to see some old guy instead. It was like Obi-Wan Kenobi. He comes back as an old-looking guy when he's the first time he's a Force ghost. But
1: that's the first time we saw
2: him. Yeah, that's because we hadn't seen what's his name, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. He like
0: Why John Jin? He comes back as an old guy as a Force ghost. Because
1: that's what we saw. Well, yeah, because oh he doesn't ever t- <laughs> Yeah, he didn't or, change. He wasn't that old. Do you, do you want? Do you to say? It? Oh, we need Yoda as Grogu.
2: Yeah, Yoda came back like when he was only like six hundred years old instead of nine hundred okay. as a space ghost. So you know, look.
1: out!
2: You're silly. <laughs> All
0: right, so uh, that's the episode, and um, I wanted to hit some numbers real quick. So. It looks like um, on Spotify, we're pretty much getting someone listening to us every week. At least one person. Um, Rick hasn't been wa- watching us on Amazon, so we've been kind of falling off on there. We haven't hey, had anybody listen.
2: This. How many does it show?
0: Um, well, it, it doesn't really show any on Amazon at all right now. We've gotten so plays. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think Amazon does a very good job of uh, showing stuff because the last time an episode was played was the, uh, the third episode of Ahsoka.
2: Well, they don't do a very right. good job. Because I, watch, I watched last week's a couple of times. Well, one, I didn't finish the whole thing, but I was only like two minutes left and I had to stop because I had kids coming. So, huh, let that's weird.
1: Run, just let it run.
2: Well, it was back towards the, it was towards the end of the the part where we were talking about some things and I couldn't remember exactly what all we said, so I didn't want to play in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, cut it, I, I cut I out some it, of that stuff. When
1: I, go, I leave yeah. my office.
2: I, I didn't He's remember how much that was. That, so.
1: I <laughs> cut it out.
0: I cut out some of that stuff. That's yeah, good. so <laughs> the video part, uh, we got 15 views on the last episode and 12 views on the one before that so 6 was 12 episode 7 was 15 hopefully we'll get some more here um coming up um, any last thoughts I mean this is the finale so we're looking forward to season 2 hopefully as long as yeah. the writer strike didn't ruin that
1: a year that. in a year
0: Maybe more because a, a lot of the shows are pushed back because of the writer strikes. So it the whole schedule may be pushed back. We don't know. Uh, I think they're gonna. Tom,
1: pick- you can tell me season two hasn't already been written. You can't tell me that. If he has a movie, that's already written and ready to, for production. And yeah, he, he wrote he wrote those
0: movies way before he started this stuff. Um, he wrote those the movies. So See, those movies are supposed to be live-action Clone Wars and stuff like that.
1: And so he's so basically
0: going to use what's already written and, and such.
1: You know what I wonder? This this might be a little morbid, but think about when George Lucas dies. Who's going to carry it on, or is it just going to end? Because he, he has want so much control.
0: Uh, he does want control, but ultimately, uh, Disney owns it and can do what they want with it.
2: I was gonna say um, he sold out to Disney, so Disney's got it at that point. He's uh, a seller, quitter,
1: quitter, quitter, quitter. 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 No, so do was- basically, basically you think for the going to take it all over?
0: I would honestly, I think um, if if somebody takes over, like th- what you're talking about, the reigns of Star Wars. I think mm-hmm. it was going to be a combination of Favero and and Filoni. Um, yeah, I... I don't think they they believe that uh, Filoni
1: can.
0: Well, Filoni's good at at animation. Um, this mm-hmm. is his first time in the live action doing live action writing, um, and the movies. Basically, the script for the movies that he's going to be doing are. His, repeats of what's happened in the Clone Wars animation stuff, too. Um, I'm sure we'll see some different stuff, but it's supposed to happen around the same time as the Clone Wars and whatever uh, from those. But I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's some projections that it's going to be uh, uh, 25 before we see another season of Ahsoka. Um, You know, uh, I think what i saw recently was the acolyte was in the middle of production um so it's it got put off by the writer's strike um which means we may not see that until 24 um and the bad batch was supposedly already written but um it hasn't done started production yet um and there's something else uh Oh, the Star Wars Visions season three is supposed to come out and those are different studios, different studios. So who knows if they were able to write those or what? Um, and then the other one too, the, the Tales of the Jedi. Um, that one's supposed to have another season two. Um, so we've got a, we got a bunch of stuff that's backing up. So who knows what's going to happen. Mix, they're saying the Mandalorian may not be until late 24 now, the season four, uh, because of the strike and stuff. They hadn't even started filming or anything of anything, so we don't know what's going on there I either. either.
2: I think they're gonna light a fire and push some things through because I, I don't think they want to lose what they've got right now. Well, when I some, think they've yeah. got momentum. If they go, you know, too long, they're going to lose a lot of their folks and it's going to be hard. It's going to be harder to pull them back than it is to push stuff out. Even if it's kind of happened, I mean, I I see them doing sorry, but I see them kind of doing some half ass stuff to push it out to keep at least a, a large percentage of people interested so that they can produce some better quality stuff, you know, at the end of 24, early 25 because if they go all from now until like mid twenty four or even fall of twenty twenty-four, you know how I many people they're gonna lose in watching stuff. I mean, yeah, people will watch runs, but only to a certain point, you know, they're not gonna sit back and watch four seasons or three seasons or whatever to pass the time. They'll find something else. Yeah. Yeah,
0: um, so um traditionally uh, the Bad Batch usually comes out around, around May the fourth. You know the, yeah. the holiday May the fourth be with us. Um, last time it came out in February. Um, the first season was on May the fourth. Um, so, um, hopefully, you know that'll come through, and we'll see. They won't have to push it back too much because uh, apparently, animated takes longer to produce than than uh, live
1: action. Yeah. Like a whole thing is like takes like a Yeah, four years we'll, or some shit like
0: that. We'll see. I they keep, I keep seeing these stupid articles where, you know, here's everything we know about uh, you know, the the shows and when they're going to come out and the the headline says including uh dates when they premiere and stuff and you look at it and they they don't know anything. Oh, we yeah. we don't know so, that like, yet. Oh, we hate we don't we don't know anything.
2: Well, Hate that's because artists. they, that, that's the only way that you can keep anybody interested and in, to click on exactly. it because exactly. clickbait. Yeah. So i th- that's my biggest thing. I think they recognize that they've got a huge following. And yes, the writer's track did whatever in production or whatever. But uh, they also realize that if they don't get their ass going, uh, they're going to lose a lot of their audience. And so they're going to put something out there you know to keep keep you at least in the back of your head going oh yeah okay something big's coming i just gotta wait for it in the meantime i can watch this because if they do nothing you know there's too much television competition with all of the other streaming services Mm -hmm. that somebody's gonna have that's already been sitting on a shelf they just didn't think it was gonna make it so now they've pushed it out well then it catches wildfire And people are watching that, and now you've got to, like, try to draw those people back to you when they're just like, nope, I'm going here. No, we want you to come back to us. Nope, 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 I'm here because it's available, you know? Yeah. So that's just my two cents. I know it was a long week this week and not being able to watch anything because there's nothing on right now, at least in my world. Yeah, there's nothing.
0: Everything's in a brick for a little bit. Stuff is starting to come out. New stuff is starting to come out, but it's uh, hardly anything. <laughs> it's are still running reruns. Um, I did forget to mention also that, um, if anybody's interested, the musical scores they release the, they usually with an episode they release the first half of the, all the music, and then the second half. Um, you can find them. I found them on, um, Spotify and stuff like that. You can cool. listen to the music if you want to. Um, And I'm looking here at the site And there's no mention of uh, Season 2 But they mentioned Skeleton Crew Which is one of them we talked about Skeleton Crew I know They haven't started any production on it Because uh, what's his name Jude Law is supposed to be one of the main characters He's yeah. uh, He's actually talked to reporters And said that they haven't started any um, Actual Production of any part of the show yet um, and that was supposed to come out in twenty four um middle of twenty four, I believe. So um you know that one they may rush through because that's a big Jude Law is not necessarily a huge actor, but he's a pretty big actress actor, right? the um, name people know at least, and that might be when they rush yeah. through. i I wonder because uh I think the show's written, it just hasn't started production, I think is what I heard.
2: So yeah, I that's my gut saying that they're going to push something through to keep people, you know, cuz I mean, you go 6 months without watching anything and you're like, well, I'm done. I'm screw that. And, and that would be a good one because <laughs> people recognize Jude Law. Like, you know, they recognize yeah. his name and they you know, and and of course maybe it's crappy, you know, but at least they're keeping some of their viewership to, you know, around so that we'll say that comes out like July or August. And they know that they're going to release something, you know, about November or December, you know, so they only got to keep people occupied for a couple months with crap, you know? So I don't know I could be, I've been wrong before. Yeah. A lot lot of people are
0: upset about that because, um, you know, the acolyte was supposed to come out in 24 also. And that's one of the most anticipated ones because it's, 200 years before any of the movies were the timeline and people are like, wow, yeah. this, you know, this is a unexplored timeline. And it's, all, it's supposed to be all about the um, dark side of the force and not necessarily you know, the light side that we're used to. We see some of the dark side, but we don't, we never delve into hardly any of it. Right. In, in the movies and the shows and stuff. Exactly. Um, so a lot of people are looking forward exactly. to that. But, let me push the feedback button so we can. Feed, 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 feedback. 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 At You guys switched places again on this on my screen. I missed it while I was talking. Um. So I'm gonna have to do the video again. All right, so our feedback options are we have an email address, feedback at kilesranson.us, which the uh, little sound bite there read it all off to you. Um, we can go to the website, and we always talk about the left hand side. And over to the left hand side is a link that says feedback, and that'll bring up a form that you can fill out. Uh, we're on social media uh, at uh, the left-hand side. Whatever's your left side, The other left. Um, we're on Twitter, at super underscore duper underscore pod. And we're on Blue Sky, our uh, growing fast audience, uh, at Rebel Alliance Briefing Room, all one word. And then you can find us on YouTube. Um, there's a comment section there on YouTube that you can uh, give us comments. And, Rick, I don't know, when you're looking at the stuff on... Amazon. And is there any place that you can put any comments or anything like that that you see? I know you just play them on your uh, player, but if you go to the website and look, have you ever done that?
2: No, I just, I, I, yeah, I don't. I've never really, I've never really done it. I just go to the podcast and then search our podcast and then play it. Yeah. Um, I was
1: trying to find something like
2: plays. that. I don't think there isn't I don't any think place. So. To... I don't think there's any place to. Yeah, I don't think so.
0: If, I, I found the same thing on on Spotify. Um, when I go and look, there's no, it just shows the this podcast doesn't let you comment or anything, which is, uh, interesting. I would think that people would want that, but, uh, uh, different sites would want to do that, but they don't, I guess. I don't know. So those are our places to find the feedback. Send it to us right away. <laughs> Send us the feedback. Scott's playing with his tripod. Yay. Feedback. So, you guys ready to wrap it up or you want to talk some more about some of this stuff?
1: I got to go procure food.
0: Oh, okay. Dinner time for you already, huh?
1: Fuck oh,
0: out. Got to go to the grocery store, huh? Go
1: ahead. Got to go hunt and hunter and gather.
0: Hunter and gatherer. Alright, well, I can uh, play the outro then. We'll get out of here. I gotta go. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past down episodes. There. That's H-T-T-P-S colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E J-O-H-A-N S-E-N dot U-S On the left hand side is a navigation menu You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Spiritual Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet and we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please They're participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Spiritual Room website at r. A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N
1: dot U-S. Oh,
0: no. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott and in no way express views in, or in, opinions in Rick Rick, past, Rick Owens, and present son. employers. Views and opinions are not supported, or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites (laughs) without consent of SuperDuper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. No, no, no. I am Kyle Jones Hinton and this is Andrew Scott. Say goodbye now. And, And Rick, say goodbye too, Rick. Rick's there. He keeps it. changing his background so we can show us that oh. these
1: chiefs are, are outside okay. fishing. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye, everybody.